Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. I will talk first. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks at a Microphone show. <laughs> we're going live and we're messing up big time and we love it. Oh, my goodness. We're just we're just having a great time. It's all good. <laughs> well, we're you know, we're still learning <laughs> that we're still are. learning the, the program. And I forget which I forgot which clip was which um, I wish there was a way I could label that. <laughs> anyway. Right. We'll figure it out. Well, that's oh, well. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is Stephen Boster. I'm one of your co-hosts along with Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. Live geekdom land. <laughs> Live geekdom land. How funny is we? <laughs> we are learning. We have just started live and, you know, we're not going to be perfect, but we're having a great time doing it. And uh, I think that's that's the whole point. So we're glad you're here with us, joining us for a special episode today. We are talking about uh, DC Comics, the book uh, Three Jokers. Um, Mike sent me a copy and it says, you need to read this. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> hey, now, uh, now that was an early Christmas gift. It was. Thank you. I appreciate that because it is. It is pretty good. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking today. Um, cool. And it is a great gift. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been um, waiting to do this one for a while now. This is yeah. a great story. Well, um, with that, we have a special guest with us. Um, yes, and uh, Mike, you want to introduce our guest for those who may not know. He's he's kind of a semi-regular we have yes. with us. He, he's, he's almost a, another co-host to the show. So we will bring in the geek with the Bible, Mr. Aaron McCoy. There is Greetings, Mr. gentlemen. I am thrilled to listen to my favorite, most diabolical, most wretched, most black-hearted individual that I have ever seen. Me, the brown <laughs> prince of crime. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Oh, my gosh. So I think I've mentioned to you guys one of my plans, one of my hopes in the future. Now, first off, I'm I need to get more consistent myself with my own podcast, Geek with the Bible, over at uh, uh, YouTube and 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 the the podcast. But I'm hoping to do a small series uh, using that voice, sort of in the style of of uh, um, C.S. Lewis's Screw Tape Letters, and do like a self help show with the Joker. I so, love that. <laughs> someone's like you know. How do I balance my work life, you know, my personal life with my friend's life? You know, it's like, oh, no, you just do whatever you want. You know, just follow whatever <laughs> impulse that you have. <laughs> I love that idea. And, and I, I love C.S. Lewis screw tape letters. So, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. You should do that. <laughs> yes, yes. No, so it's a work in progress, work in progress. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. That'd be good. I love it. Yeah, you have to keep us posted on that because we should do another show on that just to talk about that. Talk that because that sounds fabulous. Sounds like a lot oh of fun. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, speaking ahead, of upcoming shows, I, I want to make an announcement. 
So we are in the works. We're, we are planning right now uh, a crossover with another podcast called Crossover Podcast. Yeah. So uh, the other podcast is called Nerdery and Murdery. Um, if you guys have not heard of Nerdery and Murdery, check them out. It's Jeffrey and, and Zig. Um, mm-hmm. Zig usually does the nerdery side and Jeffrey does the murdery side. And these guys, man. Okay. They're not like us they, when it comes. Yeah. They, they, they put us to chamber their rears off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, these guys like really know their subject really, really good. Um, they do like weeks of research before a podcast. I, I, I bow to their knowledge. <laughs> yeah. They are it's very good. good. Yeah. Very so, good. Just so everybody knows, um, that that show is going to be in a couple of months, um, yeah. at least a month, I think. We're, we're still getting the schedules done, but we have confirmed that we're going to hang out with those guys. They are hysterical. They are they a are. lot of fun. Um, the first half, the nerdery part is where we take a, a, a great nerdery subject, got a lot of stuff that we do you know, here on the show. But the yep. second half is all about like a a real life true crime murder. Some of it's mystery. Some of it's not so much. Uh, it's really, uh, and, and just a great storyteller. Well, well, so is Zig. Zig's a really good story. He, he does his details and stuff too. They both are. Um, but you're getting the story of a murder that happened and, um, he, he'll walk you through it, not spoiling it. So you're taking the journey along with everyone. So he's going to do a two part of murder mystery. Um, and we're going to have a two part, uh, nerd nerdery part. Right. First part's going to be on one show and the, the rest of the, the second half is going to be on the other show. So you got to listen to both shows and stuff, but they're, they're worth listening to. You can find them on, um, I found them on Spotify. They're on Spotify. I use Spotify and stuff. They're on there. So Spotify, Apple podcasts. Um, I think they're on Amazon. I'm not sure all their, their, I think they're on pretty much all the same major, uh, ones that we are on. That so we're on too. Yeah. for the most part, anywhere you can pick us up, you should be able to pick them up too. Yep. And except I, for Twitch, which is new for us. <laughs> yeah. Twitch is new for us. Uh, they haven't delved into that area yet. So, right. Yeah. I love it's this. all brand love new. It. Love it. Oh right. my goodness. So, all right. So, um, Aaron, Hey, thank you for joining us. It's great to have you with us. I always enjoy it. You always make my brain hurt actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're with us, but I love that, you know, you know, they you sound like my students, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, over on rebel force radio, mm-hmm. Jimmy and Jason, they, they have a guest from time to time. Uh, he's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Oh gosh, like a philosopher mm-hmm. type thing. I kind of look at you as our version of him. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take it. I will take it. You are it. our intellectual, my friend. <laughs> sort of philosopher type person. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. It's perfect, Joker. I mean, like I'm I'm familiar with the story. It's been a while since I've 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 read it, but uh, but yeah, Joker in particular has been like my gateway drug into philosophy. Um, Like on our last episode, when we talked about Joker, you know, I mentioned I had a 15 page research paper to do. And it's one of those classes where it's like 50% of the grade was just on this thing. So like I, I went very deep into um, yeah, a lot of the existentialists, you know, Nietzsche and um, um, uh, you know, Sartre and um, 
I always forget the name of the guy who talks about Sisyphus a lot. I'm not sure why, but he's like, he's really has a lot of the, the Joker stuff. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's fun. It's fun. One of my favorite topics. Yeah. Well, I knew the Joker is one of your favorite topics, so I wanted to make sure to get you on on this because um, we're going to be talking about the three Jokers, which is a Woo-hoo. pretty mind blowing story, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah and, and yeah, I bought uh, Steve and I talked about this in the intro a little bit, but I, I bought him a copy as an early Christmas gift. Um, partially as a Christmas gift, partially as homework for the podcast. Right. <laughs> I think this always is nice when you can give a gift that, that benefits yourself as well. That's always the <laughs> benefits. <laughs> your... <laughs> All right. Well, and I have to say this, uh, I, I got, I got both of us, the hardback mm-hmm. trade, trade pa- paperback. Well, I don't know if you call that a trade paperback cause it's hardback, Sure, but, uh, the hardback book with all the issues and man, the, the artwork in these issues are just phenomenal. It's oh, just yeah. beautiful, beautiful artwork. So if nothing else, just, you know, check out this book for the artwork. It's great. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the amazing things about, cause like I'm, you know, I'm a, um, English teacher, English major, and and I appreciate all the different ways that stories come out. Um, and, and it's funny because I actually even oftentimes even get into movies more than I do books because you're combining all these various art forms. And that's the same thing with comics that I love is that you have both mm-hmm. the storyteller and then you just also have these amazing artists in there. Um, mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's it's an amazing collaboration that you get. And it just hits your senses in a different way. Like every type of story, whatever it is, whether that's a video game or a movie or uh, just listening to an audio book, reading a book, like all of them have their different ways of impacting the story and impacting you as you're reading it. Um, so, yeah, that's certainly one of those things I've always really appreciated about uh, about comic books is getting that in there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So where do you want to start with this, Stephen? Yeah, great question. Um, you want to start I, with reading I, I the synopsis? Yeah, we probably should do a synopsis. Should we give our score, too, of how much we enjoyed it? Or <laughs> It's not really a movie, but it is a book. But Yeah, you know. sure. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, what do we give this... Uh, I'm trying to think of what we should one do. One out of five. Point. So, Eric, well, we yeah, one out of five. We could say one out of five jokers. We got three jokers. Okay. So. Yeah, why not? Okay. There we go. All right. So, one out of five. Romero and Mark Hamill in there as the, uh, the other two. Right. Right. All right. So, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I love this. I'll go We're first. Just... Okay, I'll go, go first. So, I got to say, uh, my two favorite Batman stories of all time. Oh, by the way, I, we have a friend from my uh, work that's watching right now. Is, he calls himself Roby. So, and Roby's always giving me a hard time over Batman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, take that, Roby. <laughs> Batman's awesome. Anyway, my uh, my favorite, my all time favorite Batman stories have been the uh, a death in the family which is where the Joker kills Robin and then the killing joke where the Joker actually uh, paralyzes Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Mm -hmm. Um, And these, those two stories tie into this story. In fact, uh, this story literally makes the killing joke pretty much canon, um, which it's been debated ever since the killing joke came out, whether that's actually canon or not. And this really? kind of Jeff Johns solidifies it here. So 
I got to say, on a huh. scale of one to five jokers, I give it five jokers. This mm. is an amazing story. I love it. Oh, so wait a minute. I got to go back for a second. So the, people debate the killing joke as if it actually happened or not. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the big theory is uh-huh. that, which I actually kind of hold to, which is why I don't think it could ever be canon in my book, is that I think Ooh. Batman kills the Joker at the end. I think he right. legit. The whole thing is about him saying, "This is our last chance." Can is there anything that can be redeemed in you? I I really want there to be. He's really trying to reach out and say, "I really want to help you." And then at the end, you know, he's finally laughing because you know, Joker's like, "Hey, just get the joke, just laugh around. Life's meaningless. Do whatever you want." And then at the end, he finally starts laughing. It's like he finally yeah. agrees with the Joker. And, and you know, it's like he's got him. He's got the Joker. And then the right. laughing stops. And and when you read it that way, like, I, I wouldn't have got that on my own. I had, I had to have somebody kind of, because you just don't think, oh, Batman kill you know, Batman doesn't kill people. Period. Right, right, right. Um, but, but once I got that interpretation, I cannot unsee that. The, um the the toothpaste is out of the um out of the, of the tube and you can't get it back yes. in. <laughs> yeah yeah and, so and, and i got to say this this does kind of ruin that theory just a slight bit mm-hmm. because obviously the joker lives sure yeah but you know it does solidify that the joker did shoot barbara gordon he did uh um paralyze her and, and apparently she's healed but you know but then, that but all then, actually happened. So it solidifies some, the events. Something that like, you know, I've heard some debate of that people have asked is, is when the heck does this even take place? Because That's some true. of the ways that Batman responds to Red Hood, it's almost like, cause you know, he's like saying like, man, you know, he's really trying to reach out to him. It's like, Hey, he really needs help. And it's like, you know, Red Hood's been around for a while. It seems this is kind of late for Batman to all of a sudden be concerned about him. Uh, and so some people question about whenever it actually, when it takes place, but then even just the whole strange concept of this, cause they, and, and in good Joker fashion, they don't tell us how there's three Jokers. And, right. And now we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that. Yes. And so, let's not so delve into that too far yet. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm almost, <laughs> I, I mean, and this, this is once again, this is great Joker, um, uh, 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 thinking of that sort of, if I'm going to have a backstory, might as well be multiple choice. What's real. What's not all these, di- you know, what's lies. It fits in perfectly. Right. Cause then I could even question, well, is this story canon? Um, you know, you could even have that debate. Uh, sure. so, but, uh, but it's still great. You know, it is a good story and everything. I do definitely enjoy it. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, and that is just that, 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 um, you know, sort of, um, Reader perception, you know, death of the author, you know, kind of idea that if this, you know, if you believe that this is canon, if this connects to you, then this is your by all canon, canon. all canon. This is your well, own personal head canon. I in my it. head canon, it, this is this happens. Okay. This happens. Right. The killing joke you're, happens. You're talking about the three jokers. Yes, okay. I'm talking about both of them actually. Well, let me yeah, step back yeah, for right. a minute. Um, so I, I mean, I've read the killing joke. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Give give your rating. Give your rating. Oh, um, I mean, I'm, for for I'm, me, either one. 
All right, I'll go back to killing. I'm the only one that's giving a rating, and I say five. And so I was just making sure I clarified killing joke. All right, we'll come back to killing joke. We'll give our ratings. I'll come. Yeah, we'll get back into that. We'll get back into. Yeah, I probably, as I said, it's been a while since I actually um, read the story, but uh, but I do definitely really remember liking it. It definitely opens some very interesting insights into Joker. I do love Joker. for me, fives are 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 rare. Like those those are things that have to be like you know really top tier. Oh, uh, I completely agree with you. So I, yeah. So I mean, I, I I would feel comfortable with like four jokers. I think uh, okay. four jokers okay. is, is pretty I solid. Think that's fair. Four I out think of five fair. jokers. All right. Well, um, I um, I enjoyed the story fabulously. Um, the the way it was set up the the three divisions within the story it seemed like it was three com was it three comics that came together that they I told believe us? so I believe so hardback it seemed to be three there seemed to be three sections the way it was within the which would make sense because you got three jokers so why not you know limit yeah. three three issues mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm so, sure it was three issues. Um, mm-hmm. The artwork is stupendous. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just phenomenal. Um, just on artwork alone gives it a great score. Um, I'll have to say 4.75. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. Um, if, if we keep it simple, if we. I wish that had a battering I could throw at you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would give it almost a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is it is one of my top five <laughs> now. Of all the comics that I've read, it is my top five. The artwork alone is almost number one for me, um, just because the art is just incredible. Um, I, feel, I kind of feel sad for the person who had to do the coloring. Whoever did the penciling did a great work. But whoever oh, wow. did the coloring, there is so much detail in small stuff. I mean, whoever did the coloring, it probably took them twice as long as their normal books to do because it was just so detailed. Um, story-wise, it was phenomenal. It had me guessing the whole time. The whole nice. time. It had mm-hmm. me guessing, trying to figure it out. And Aaron, you're right. We'll get into it. You know, how do we get these jokers as part of the story? And, you know, wait a minute. And I originally I thought, oh, hey, are we doing like a multiverse thing? Because I hate multiverse stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, this was not a multiverse issue. It was not. And I liked it. I liked it because of that. Well, not because it was a multiverse, but I liked the fact that it wasn't being cheap with the story. The story was fully fledged out. So this is a near perfect for me personally. Um, I won't give it a five out of five, but, you know, but a 4.75 out of five. (laughs) So, uh, Stephen, are you looking at the chat? So. Um, So we we got uh, a, a comment from. Exiled House of Lords, House of Minion Lords. Those are all my my uh, uh, buddies on Facebook. A bunch right of uh, reformed nice. Christians who make memes. By all means, if you are a, a, a Christian, you like memes, definitely pop up. They got a, a various group of of guys with the uh, definitely have a sense of humor. <laughs> you know, you can joke about about. So they just uh, asked for how about five? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently you're. Apparently he's tuning in late and I said five for mine. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm, I'm the odd one out here. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I guess the only thing I would say is because I, I almost wasn't able to make the uh, uh, the show today. And so just it's, it's been a while since I've read it. Like, it's almost like my five is too precious to <laughs> to throw out. Um, oh, and I totally get that. But this story, in my opinion, it just it deserves a five. It's yeah. so, so good. Yeah, it so, definitely is a standout comic. I will say that. I mean, that's something with comic books that there's so many of them out there. Um, but yeah, this is definitely one of the better. This is, this was an amazing story. So it, it might, I need, I need to read it again. It might bump me up there. If I read it again, I might say, you know what? I was wrong. I repent, uh, have mercy on me. Uh, my, my geek host here. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Steven, you got the synopsis. Uh, no, do I need to get okay. the synopsis? Well, I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to read the snaps. I got, I got the book right here in front of me. Oh, cool. Mine's uh, I got to put my new glasses to work though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the synopsis, it says, who are the three jokers? Batman doesn't understand how or why, but the fact is certain. The man has spent a lifetime chasing. Isn't one, the man that, ah, man, I messed that up. The man he has spent a lifetime chasing isn't one man at all. There are three jokers. Now that he knows the unbelievable truth, Bruce needs real answers. Joined by Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd, two former victims of the Joker's brutality, the Dark Knight is finally on a path to defeat the madman once and for all. Every last one of him. <laughs> That is awesome. Right and uh, Jeff Johns wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So it's Jeff. You're a good writer. Jeff Johns. Oh, yeah. Jeff Johns is amazing. Uh, Jeff Johns did uh, the Blackest Night, uh, Darkest, or Darkest Night, the Green Lantern uh, Brightest series. Day, Darkest Night. Bright, thank you. Brightest Day, Darkest Night. He did the, those series. And um, that is hailed as some of the greatest uh, Green Lantern stories ever. So, um, you know, Amazon had that the whole omnibus for that, like the whole huge series, like at a ridiculously low price. Um, really, there's a whole series of om- omnibuses, omnibus. I, how do you say that? <laughs> I would love to get that series. I, uh, I've never read it fully, uh, I've only gotten bits and pieces of it. It's a ton and yeah, I would like it. It is, it's a lot of reading. And, and that may be part of the reason I haven't delved into it just because there's so much that I had to catch up with, but right. Excuse me. But yeah. Um, so three jokers, three jokers. All right. So now here's, here's my, uh, here, here is, uh, let me tell you my initial impressions. And I, and I do want to go back to the lead in, like we were talking about with, I have some questions about, um, the killing joke. So okay, the the killing joke, the reason why because it's, all of this ties into the three jokers, so that's why I want to clarify, make sure I understand. Right. Well, the killing joke does, and so does death in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So death in the family, I got. You know, he killed Robin. I, you know, I get that. You know, it's the whole story right. Death in the family is pretty straightforward story. Yeah. <laughs> but so, are you saying that it's the ending of the killing joke that makes it where people question if it's canon or not? Well, uh, okay. The ending of the killing joke is one of the things. The other thing is uh, the Joker's origin, because mm-hmm. the, like like Aaron was saying earlier, the Joker 
you know, like he makes the comment in the dark night, if I'm going to have an origin story, it might be, might as well be multiple choice. Mm -hmm. And I think every fan of the Joker, I mean, myself anyway, likes that, you know, the idea of he has no idea who he is. Yeah. And, and so he has all these other ideas of, well, I became the Joker this way. Well, no, I became, you know, it's the whole, want to know how I got these scars and oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. stories for each time, which I absolutely love. Um, so those are a couple of the things about the killing joke where fans have debated over years of whether it's actually canon or not. Um, but I think, I think this solidifies the Joker's, uh, um, I, th I think it solidifies his canon, which I know some fans do not like, but at the same time, he still doesn't know. So it's still a mystery to him. So there is a mystery there. It's just, we're kind of more in on the mystery now. Okay. And, yeah. And I, I mean, I would say the biggest thing is is the the question of if Batman kills Joker at the end. I think that's that's really the big one. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because I mean that's I mean it definitely shows something a side of Batman that most of us just don't want to you know uh, right. And if, and if you're a fan of the idea of he actually kills the Joker at the end, I I can see where this story kind of ruins the killing joke for you. Mm -hmm. um, but at mm -hmm. the same time, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I, I'm fine with it, you know, because um, it still goes along with Batman's code. He doesn't kill. So I'm actually okay with it. I, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and you know, okay. just looking at Joker as well, like the thing of you know, talking about his backstory and how like this symbolic nature of evil, of pure and utter evil. I think he's probably the most... It's probably the purest form of evil that I can imagine because like something I really like C.S. Lewis says is that all evil is corrupted good. You know, it's something that's good, a good idea that's bent and perverted and twisted into something else. And so, you know, which even Joker, you could say, you know, laughter and fun. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. But he gets laughter and fun out of blowing people up and, you know, putting them in the catastatonic state of perpetual, you know, laughter and all, all this insane craziness. Um, and, and it's also just this thing of that, that like he loves the evil. And this is almost why he's the most pure is because he loves the evil for its own sake. Like he really enjoys pain. He really enjoys chaos like it's not a mm. you know uh justification of like okay well you know the the ends justifies the means kind of right. a thing no his ends <laughs> is evil like he he's but but it also makes sense in his own crazy way it's not just mustache twirling um Although I guess right. Cesar Romero on the old one, he could probably do some mustache twirling. With people <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was good. Mustache. Um, <laughs> and and so there is good. this thing, because even like within philosophy, especially Christian philosophy, this question of the origin of evil is, is a deeply, deeply complicated one. That's something that we have mm -hmm. a very hard time because the idea of if God is 100% complete and utter good, 
how could evil exist? How could he create something that could then become corrupted? And there's all sorts of debate and all kinds of discussions. Um, but in the end, there is sort of just like a mystery to it of, of like, okay, well, it's here. You know, that's what we know. That's what we can all agree on is, is it's here and, and needs to be dealt with. Um, and so that's kind of the same thing with the Joker of not having this, this backstory and not even, and so even the whole thing of the three Jokers of like, well, they're here, you know, we don't know why we don't know all these different things, yeah. but it's here and it has to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. So he, here's, uh, let me go to the beginning of the story then. So at the beginning of the story, we've got three events that happen and there seem to be three jokers at each event. Right. Simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And they're like, how in the world is he at three places at one time? You know? Right. Right. And uh, <laughs> which, which I found fascinating. I was like, Oh, what's going on here? Kind of a thing. And, and with these three, and I liked how the book did, uh, what were the three? The clown, the um, crown, the clown, the criminal, the criminal, and the comedian, and the comedian. Yeah. So help you help help me clarify the difference between the clown and the comedian, <laughs> because my brain was like, aren't they the same? The you know, and that was the only thing that I, which even placing who was who, trying to remember all those things, and one thing that maybe I could have seen, and which I might just be forgetting about it. You guys might show me that I'm wrong. Um, one form of Joker I kind of missed lately is the more zany one, kind of like Mark Hamill's, you know, just right. big elaborate weapons, um, mm. just kind of silly, you know, like really, if you think, I mean, I think like Cesar Romero is, you know, he's just kind of the silly, you know, thieving prankster, you know, not the worst thing in the world, but, but just right. kind of, um, kind of goofy. I think the idea with the comedian is that that is the killing joke one because that was the story is that he was trying to be a stand-up comedian and you know he wasn't funny enough he wasn't good okay. enough um right. and uh uh which you know I've, I've done a little bit of stand-up comedy myself so i i can identify with that <laughs> of feeling <laughs> like okay they're not laughing that's that's horrible um <laughs> but uh uh yeah so i think that that that's just kind of how they identified them but that that might be one small critique that i could just just to say okay well why not five out of four you know i think maybe differentiating some of the jokers a little bit more because that, that's also one of the fascinating things is that we've seen so many different incarnations of the joker over time oh yeah and you do have questions of well who is the um Let's see here. Uh, okay, so Meme Lord says that the clown, the actions uh, leading to death is funny. Yes, yes. So he yeah. definitely likes. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. So leading up to it, it's kind of a, a theatrical thing. You know, you want to have like the old Adam West shows. You want to have a big over the top, um, you know, death. You know, you can't just shoot a guy. You know, you got to put him where the, uh, you know, in a big piano with the. <laughs> The, um, thing oh yeah, the Joker's all about theatrics. So right. you know, he he's not just the he's not the kind who's just going to go and shoot somebody and be done with it. Mm -hmm. There has to be theatrics, and and in this comic, it 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 shows that because like one of the first uh, one of the first crimes that happens, they find three bodies there, and each of the bodies are like new Jokers. You know, he's mm -hmm. turned each of them into a Joker. 
And, and then of course their, their fingerprints are burnt off because of the acid used in the chemicals to uh, change them, to bleach them white. So they're gone. They say that it changes the bone structure in the mouth. Mm -hmm. So the teeth are not correct. So the teeth, uh, the teeth records wouldn't show correctly. So there's no true way of identifying them just like the Joker. There's no true way of identifying him. Mm -hmm. So, very theatrical, um, you know, yeah, just like you said, he's not going to just simply kill somebody. It, it has to have, it has to have a meaning and has to be theatrics and, and it has to be a show. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's quite evident in how they were creating, or, or, or I'm going to move in ahead with, with the, as you've got Red Hood and Batgirl, uh, that are a part of it and they're helping try to solve the case and they're in pursuit. And when they go to the different locations, that's fascinating that you say that because at each one of those locations, there's something that happens and it is very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Like they come across and like, here's all these, they come all across the, the one where they're at the pool. Yeah. And, and all the bodies in the pool, all the bodies uh, in the pool, then all of oh a sudden they come out and they're alive. And it looks like he's, this is acid pool. It's the same stuff. And he's creating jokers. Yeah. Not just that there's three jokers, but oh my goodness, he's trying to create more jokers. And that's kind of what happened with the story. And I'm like, oh, well, we find out that he stole one of the vats from Axis Chemicals that helped create him. And that's what he's using to create all these other jokers and such, um, which I want to know how he stole an entire vat. <laughs> right. I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's suspension of uh, belief, but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, know. no, Joker could do it. You you know that, yeah, sure, uh, yeah. right? If anyone can do it, the Joker can do it. So, mm-hmm. no, I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Was the clown? Is he the one who killed Jason Todd? The way they do the three Jokers is he is the he he is the one that makes it seem like he's the one who killed Jason Todd. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, the, that's, that's they all three have the same memories. Gotcha. They, and that is something that is a mystery in, in the story. They don't explain how the three of them can have all the exact same memories of what's going on. Cause when he, when he talks to Jason, he gives details about, Oh yeah. Him. That only yeah, he should would we, know. Should we give any kind of spoiler warnings with this discussion, or should we try to speak generally? Oh, oh here do, we go. Spoiler. Give us a spoiler. Here, give it, uh, there, uh, a new spoiler. Aaron, Aaron, I don't know if you've heard our new spoiler alert. Here. Oh, oh let me hear. <laughs> it's the Ghostbuster siren. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like it. I like it. At first, I thought it was BB-8, but no, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I came up with that for our Ghostbusters episode, and we just very nice. To, we just hang on to it. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Perfect. Works for me. All works right. Me. So, spoiler alert given, everybody. So, we're, gonna, we're halfway through the podcast. So, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> when so you know. when Jason Todd kills one of the Jokers, he, he or when the Red Hood kills kills one of the jokers he killed the something clown, so yeah. fascinating about that thinking about how all these guys have sort of the same memory and the question of okay well was <laughs> that the right one and, and th- kind of thinking about well what does that mean if it wasn't or, or the fact that okay well this guy has those memories 
So he's still like just wanting to get that rage out onto something, onto someone. And um, I don't know. It's just interesting. This idea of, of um, I don't know, revenge and just like, okay, well, is it more about, you know, the person getting what they deserve or, you know, you feeling right. like you distributed the justice. Um, and cause this was kind of the debate about yeah. uh, in, in that uh, the under the red hood, the, um, which is probably, Definitely in the top three uh, DC animated films. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. It's a great one. Yes. And and they talk a lot about that of like, why not kill Joker? Why don't right. we kill him? Doesn't he out of everybody? Doesn't he deserve to die? Right. Um, yep. Yep. Which is a very compelling argument. You know? And, and that, that theme runs through this story too. It, yes. it, it is a major theme in this story. Because Jason does blame Batman for mm. his death because he's like, you should have killed the Joker a long time ago and you never did. And you didn't care when I died, you know? Um, so he still has, he still has uh, uh, hard feelings to Batman because of that. So yeah, and, that's a major theme in here. And he's very sympathetic. Batman's very sympathetic to it. It's not like, you yeah. know, Barbara, she's like, okay, we got a problem now, you know, now, you know, Todd is killing people, you know, he killed somebody and Batman's kind of like, well, you know, he has had a lot of trauma and, you know, I think in the back of his mind, it's like, it is a Joker, you know, it's almost <laughs> like, well, you know, I kind of wanted to do that myself. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not shedding. That was too a great line too. That, that was, but, that was a fantastic line too. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, wait, well, you know, here, here's an interesting question I've thought about watching that. So Batman says, like, okay, well, it's too easy to to kill, you know, that, that if I do this, I might not be able to stop or something like that. Here's something I thought about. Why doesn't Batman ever cut off anyone's hands? <laughs> wow. That might limit some of the crime. It might help. So it might send a clear message. But uh, uh, that uh, is fair <laughs> enough. But something that I kind of thought of thinking with this. Oh, I, I like how twisted your mind is here. <laughs> you, you you are definitely uh, delving into your inner Joker there. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's absolutely true. Um, I love it. Which I think, you know, like we talked on our last Joker th- uh, episode, I think that's the reason why so many people identify with the Jokers, because that is a part that is in all of us. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Uh, we got to put this comment up. Yeah. <laughs> Exiled house of meme lords. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. It says that uh, Thomas Wayne would, he would do it from the, uh, right. I'm assuming you're talking about the flashpoint, Thomas Wayne. Right. That's yeah. What I would assume. Yes. yes. Yeah. I would yeah. assume that too. And That's I totally agree one. with, with your comment too. Yes. Thomas yeah, Wayne would. definitely yeah. would. But <laughs> I think, I think one of the things with that, he would kill them though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, so it yeah. wouldn't be a cutting off the hands. He definitely would have just, oh, we're done here. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Thomas might cut off their hands first. He, he might. He may weigh out the, the crime and go, you know what? I'm going to cut your hands off and then we're going to see what you do next. And then you do it again. You're dead, pal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I agree with that statement. Yeah. But this also looking at Batman and looking at the killing joke is how the whole thing of him is really reaching out and really saying, I want to help you. I want to do, I don't want us to get to where one of us kills the other. And, and honestly, at yeah. the end, it's, it's this belief that I, Batman believes in redemption. 
I really think he does. I think that he has some form of hope for all people. I think that he has some mm. shred of just maybe, just maybe they could change. Just may- Now, maybe we can lock him up. Maybe, you know, we got to keep him away. Maybe the chances are extremely low, but it's like, you know, Batman will never break something that won't eventually heal. Um, and, and I agree with you. I think that's what that is. Batman's ultimate thinking. I, I totally agree with that. And I, I fall somewhere in between Batman and Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh know, yeah. Th- there is. Yeah, sure. You, there are second chances. Everyone mm-hmm. should have a second chance, but there's a point where you got to draw the line and go, you know what? He, he's taken this too far. He's beyond it. Mm-hmm. We have to take him out of society. You know, yeah. um, that's just my personal feeling, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and big. I think, yeah, the Joker should have gotten killed. But then, on the other hand, then we don't get all these great stories. So, <laughs> obviously, that's the that's the true motive behind it. Right. <laughs> like, okay, why doesn't Batman create his own, you know, high security prison in the Batcave to keep him or something like that? I mean, right. um, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like, or or even just Bruce Wayne invests a little more money into Arkham Asylum. It's like, come on, guys! You, there's some reason these guys keep getting out. Right? Um, That's true. That is very true. Why doesn't right? Bruce Wayne just put some more money into Arkham? Yeah, that's that's oh. funny. Well, hey, let's. So we've talked a little bit about the the clown. I, I want to kind of move how the story does because the beginning is with the clown, and then we mm-hmm. see the great reveal, like you were saying, where Red Hood shoots him. I mean, just boom. I'm like, oh, I did not see that coming, by the way. Before we move on, there was yeah. one other scene I wanted to discuss uh, real quickly, at least bring it up. Oh, sure. uh, it, it's, it's the panel when they're walking through and they see the huge aquarium. Oh, the, the aquarium. Theatrics. Right. And the aquarium has the, 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 the chemical. Shark, the right. And fish. you see, yeah, you see the smiling shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so Joker. I loved it. And then it we got we got a bunch of like kind of Joker henchmen uh, come in on 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 the Bat family, mm-hmm. and one of them is a character I really didn't know anything about until this issue was Gaggy, who apparently was the Joker's uh, sidekick many many years ago, and Gaggy had disappeared, and then all of a sudden here he is. And then we get the shark, and then the shark busts the tank and eats Gaggy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jason Todd goes, well, so much for Gaggy's big return, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. That's great. great. (laughs) Just fantastic. Love that. So the uh, right after that, we kind of move into the realm of the story of the criminal joker mm-hmm. and i i i i didn't buy this joker um and this one i was like oh he's not the original joker and the only reason is he was too methodical he was too planned out yeah if that makes sense see but but that's kind of the idea of why they have three jokers because there has been so many different interpretations because the joker is Like, like there's a lot of debate about, does he really know what he's doing? Does he really think through what's going on? Or is he so like, like in, in uh, dark Knight, whenever he's talking to to Harvey Dent, just became two face. And he's like, uh, everybody loses their minds. Yeah. 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 And he's like, uh, you know, do I, do 
I really seem like a guy with a plan? I'm I'm just a dog chasing cars. Yes. I, I, I wouldn't know what to do with one if I ever caught it. Um, that is impressive. You've got two great Joker in, impressions during this show. Thank you. And that that is one of my favorite lines in that movie. I love that line too. Oh, it's a fantastic one. But the thing is, is that it's a weird thing in that he he is a it's true in the sense that okay let's say that joker gets the final um you know complete destruction of society that he's after he would not i don't think he would be happy with that i don't think he would just enjoy all the i think that he likes breaking things and so if everything's broken he wouldn't be happy you know he wouldn't enjoy that that would destroy uh his purpose and meaning in life um and, I agree. and so, so he wouldn't know what he would do if he caught it. But as far as chasing the cars, how to get the cars, he is a mastermind. He is brilliant. I mean, I remember watching Dark Knight and so many times throughout that. I'm like, what's going to happen? I have no idea what to expect from this guy. I have no idea how he's going. And, and you know, he has that way of, of psychologically just tearing people to shreds. Like he understands what makes people tick and he can get in there and he can peel you apart and get to your core. Um, and so I do think that the, that is a side of the Joker. Mm-hmm. But then you also have mm-hmm. where it seems like he's just complete bananas, you know, where he's just off his hinges and doesn't doesn't know what he's doing. But then sometimes it's like, OK, is that is that a ploy? Is he doing this? Because sometimes, you know, they've said that it's, it's, uh, you know, once again, killing joke. He's like, look, the only thing that makes sense is to go crazy. You know, the only thing that makes sense is to just do whatever your impulses tell you. Um, just have fun, live for the moment. YOLO, uh, you know, that, that kind of his, uh, his philosophy. And so they do seem like such polar opposites that I think that's even that, that kind of thing is what led to this story is that like, well, what if, what if Joker was, you know, there was three of them. What if these actually weren't just, um, uh, you know, just one guy or, you know, what if they were, were multiple versions? It's like, okay. And then we can hone in on each one. And so we can really highlight each nature uh, that we often see. Right. <clears throat> Um, all right. So here's where, here's, here's where I differ a little bit and why I totally agree with you that, that I've always felt like the Joker was methodical, but at the same time, he was so smart that he's crazy. You you see what I'm saying? You know how some people are like, they're geniuses and the difference between insanity and genius is, I don't know, a line or something. I can't remember the quote all of a sudden. And so I always thought that of him, that he was so smart. And you know, and I agree with you. He he knows he can read people and understand them real quick. And know, I know exactly how to get you. I know exactly how to cause distress. I know exactly how to you know get at you and make you crazy. Come along for the ride. You mm-hmm. know, and be theatrical about it. With the criminal Joker in the three Jokers, I think it spent more time on his having a plan. Because that, to me, went against exactly the whole line, you know, from The Dark Knight was, oh, I have a plan. What? Well, see, I think he was <laughs> toying with him. That's the thing is that he 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 was saying that to get 
to Two Face to get him he was to yes. yeah, it was manipulation. And so that's the question: is how much of just the 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 off the hinges crazy thing is yes. actually an intentional ploy, right? To get people right. to where you don't know what to expect. It was kind of like on on um. Uh, I finally got to watch Shang Chi a couple nights ago, and and oh, nice. you know when she's like, "Oh, if someone's fighting you, you know, just break off and break into song." And then uh, which, which song? I don't remember which one it was, but uh, it's like, "Oh yeah, it just confuses people, and they they won't know what to do." And yep. uh, Aaron, hang on just a second. Your your vocals or the audio went kind of goofy there for a second. I'm gonna yeah, put you in the waiting room and bring you back for a second. See if okay. that resets. Yeah, so uh, um, the Exiled House of Meme Lords, he mentions about how in the Dark Knight movie that Joker, whenever he's with the mob, uh, that he says that he has a plan. Um, also says, uh, I can hear all three of you perfectly through the uh, through the live stream. So that's good. Excellent. So, okay. You know, that's the nice it. thing about having live. Uh, we, we can have people from outside telling us. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yeah. It's it's my. uh, I think it's my focus. Right. Is the the external sound card thing is kind of going quirky. I just unplugged it. Plugged it back in. (laughs) So yeah, he he is right about that. Uh, The Joker did make that comment with the mob bosses that he had a plan. Um, but you know you're right in in the fact that he also said you know do I look like a guy with a plan? I mean I think I think he's playing everybody. I think he's constantly playing everyone, and um, not to be cliche cliche or anything, but he doesn't show his cards. Yes, you know, that that's the whole thing. So you never know if he really does have a plan. Or if he's just completely and totally insane, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think even Batman questions it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think there's times when Batman thinks, yes, he has, he's definitely got a plan. And then there's times where Batman's like, I don't know what in the world he's doing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and and I think that's the way we as an audience are supposed to react to it also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things I think was interesting with this as well, and, and one of the ideas that people often talk about with the Joker is this thing of nihilism, this idea that that there is no purpose, that there is no meaning to life, that there is no. And this is one of the things that he he's often arguing for in uh, both The Dark Knight and in The Killing Joke is that, you know, life is just chaotic, random nonsense. Any attempts to try to put meaning on this is just a big joke. So let's just get on the joke. Let's laugh along with it. It's kind of that old phrase, um, you know, uh, uh, don't take life too seriously. None of us make it out of here alive. That's that's 100% the Joker taken to the most depraved uh, 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 finale there. And, uh-huh. but... One of the things with humans is that we are meaning machines. We cannot, I don't think that there's ever been a real consistent nihilist to ever live. Um, I think that, that you have, you have to have to have to have some kind of purpose to your life, some kind of meaning. So even if you claim this, even if you say, um, no, life's meaningless, you just live, die, whatever I do, what I want, or, you know, I do whatever, you know, random thing I feel like doing, um, you know, you'll often see that there, there's a lot of inconsistency there. That there are some things that they care about, and so this is one of the things. Uh, also, earlier, whenever he's talking to Jason Todd and saying, "Oh, you didn't matter," you know, this wasn't about you. The only thing that mattered was Batman, 
And seeing that bet, that Joker, his essence, his everything about him is tied up into Batman. And so he actually does have a purpose. He actually does have a meaning in that he wants to, you know. Well, we we find out at the end of this that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that is true. Joker has a meaning. Well, he has he has his own purpose. His purpose is to be the one and only pain in Batman's life. Yes. And as this story goes along, we find out because he brings in Joe chill. Mm -hmm. Joe chill is the one who killed Bruce's parents actually. And Joe chill has always been that the, uh, the meaning to Batman, you know, Mm -hmm. not the Joker and the Joker is his greatest enemy. And the Joker hates that. He, yeah. he knows that he is not the greatest pain in Batman's life, even though he's Batman's greatest adversary. Mm-hmm. So so the Joker pulls in. I, I know I'm jumping ahead here, oh, but it's, it's OK. But we're we're an hour into the podcast, so I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but but so the Joker pulls in uh, Joe Chill. And and this is the great thing about this comic. The Joker discovers the letters that Joe chill has been writing, but never sent to Bruce Wayne Mm. apologizing for what he did. He feels regret and remorse for killing the Waynes because he finally realizes, because you know, when he killed the Waynes, it was, it was partially out of uh, uh, jealousy, you know, because they're wealthy, you know, and he looked at it. Well, they're wealthy. I'm poor. Uh, They deserve to die. And, and, you know, I have nothing and they have everything. You know, and then after he killed them, he realized, you know, the Waynes did a lot of good things for uh, uh, for Mm -hmm. the city, for Gotham City. And Mm -hmm. he realized he's like, wow, I took out two people that, you know, really did help people. And I never knew that. Yeah. And he actually felt regret and remorse for that. And so he discovers those letters and which. Bruce Wayne never knew about Batman never knew about. And now Batman gets those letters. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's kind of this, uh, uh, forgiveness that Batman yeah. has for Joe chill. And, and we, we, we seen the repeat at the beginning of this, this comic, we see him seeing himself as a child, seeing his parents get killed, you know, seeing the whole scene over again, like we've seen a million times as Batman fans. Right. Um, Granted, this had purpose. This had a lot it of did. purpose. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, it completely. It, it was a foreshadowing yeah, moment, I think, is really what it was to bring back right. the whole, like you're saying, the whole Joe Chill part. Right. But it took that away. So, so the Joker finally takes away what makes Batman. Yeah. He takes it away from Batman. Yes. That is freaking mind blowing. You know, because it's like, well, how do you go on as the Batman now? Mm-hmm. Because that's been your whole inspiration. Yes. Now it's gone. Mm-hmm. So now the Joker wants to be that inspiration. That's yes, what it uh-huh. is. That's the it ultimate great, goal. It was a great reveal. Oh, it um, was. It was a Bam. fabulous reveal. And yes. that was from the that was from the comedian. And I, mm-hmm. I want to go back because um, Exiled House did a real nice thing. Where that remember where the Exiled House talked about the uh, the other one? Oh, what did I do with it? Oh yeah, the clown. The actions leading to death is funny, and then they put here. Yeah. I'll put it up on the screen. 
they said the comedian is the punchline, the focus on the punchline, death is funny. Um, and I thought yep. that was a nice parallel. Um, I would say the that whole reveal where they capture the comedian, Joker, and they have him in the right there at the end. He has him in the Batman's in with him in the paddy wagon <laughs> or the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, I guess, you know, he's locked up, or, you know, so they're trying to transport him and he's going along with him. Um, it was a great reveal that, Hey, I want to be that important to you. I, I think it was almost mm-hmm. as much as, you Batman are, you know, you consume my life kind of thing. I want to consume yours, you know, kind right. of. Thing. Well, yeah, that kind I mean, of goes back almost, to. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, there's there's this sort of, um, you know, jealous girlfriend kind of thing. He dealt with this a, a lot. The idea of that that Joker, you know, he does in a sense, love Batman because that is his purpose. That's his obsession. Um, you know, if you look at the dark Knight returns, you know, without Batman, he was just catatonic, didn't care about anything. Then Batman comes back and I love how, how their final showdown, which is just fantastic is in a tunnel of love, you know? And so, so they're in this place surrounded by hearts as they're, you know, as he's just stabbing them in the gut and just, you know, uh, uh, it's fantastic, but, but, but getting into that idea of, uh, you know, not only is he obsessed with them, but the, you know, I want to be your number one. I want to be, you know, that, that special, you know, place of anger and hatred in your heart. Um, and so I've got to get rid of Joe chill for that. I, I, that is something that I think is, is really brilliant that is definitely a really brilliant form of of storytelling in there uh-huh. well and that also goes back to the dark knight because it's the scene where where the joker says kill you why would i kill you you complete me yes you know? yeah that's right. i love how that's that's the uh jerry Maguire line too that's right <laughs> right oh no, no no wait no no that's never mind i'm sorry i got that mixed up i'm sorry that's that's something it was jerry Maguire. it was at the end at the end, he yes, comes yes, in. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You she goes, me. you yes. had me at hello. Yes, you know, yes. or something like that, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, can I, I'm just going to jump ahead for the for the big reveal at the end, which I did not see coming. Oh, uh, and we got an we, extension to the killing joke. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, Not necessarily okay all right go ahead uh, go we ahead. may be thinking of two different things but it was revealed when he said um when alfred was talking with bruce you know kind of things had calmed down and stuff it's kind of the epilogue section and he stayed batman states he knew who the joker was after one week right yep yeah this is like, kind of the extension to the killing joke actually Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I guess yes. I didn't make that connection to Killing Joe. Um, I mean, if you look at the art style, it's exactly the same as the art style of the Killing Joke. So, okay. but so, yeah, go ahead. That goes back, I guess, Aaron, where you said the comedian is the Killing Joke Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and the comedian is the one, well, we, that that's the Joker who is captured. That's the Joker who is in the paddy wagon. I, I probably shouldn't call it the paddy wagon, but the, the, you know, where he's, he's, they've captured him, they've arrested him and he reveals, he goes, you know, am I, you know, am, you know, was it? Well, and he's you know, also am I the, the original Joker or not, you know, kind of a thing. 
he, he's but, he's also the one that that was in the Killing Joke. Um, he's the one that shot Barbara Gar- Gordon too. Mm-hmm. So, so that's another reason you know that's that, that that's connection. another uh, yeah another yeah. connection to making the Killing Joke canon, right? And so. he, I thought it was fascinating that he knew who the Joker was, never revealed it, and in um because he has a wife and a kid, a kid, yep. Mm-hmm. Which, which in the in the issue, the wife and kid that we see him imagining looks exactly like what we see at the end of the comic, which is fantastic. So we had the scene where he's he's imagining that he comes home. Remember, uh-huh. and she's like, she calls the son down, and he's like, I don't want to go down there. And she's like, He gets worse if you don't come down. So come down and. You know, and I she's did not squid capture and, that. I did uh-huh. not capture that. I didn't yep. catch it. No, no, because I said it's been a lot, a little while since I I read that. So does that mean then? I, I kind of forgot about that. That the 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 end portion there. So does that mean that the the wife and kid actually survived? Yes. They're yes. In Alaska gotcha. or something. I it think it turns word. out. It turns out the police actually made up the story about the uh, baby warmer catching fire. That it did, that didn't really happen, that because supposedly the baby warmer caught fire, she got caught up in the fire, and died. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, obviously the house burned because yeah. you know because uh, they had to pull that off to make it look like she she died in the fire. But they hid her identity and moved her away. She she kind of became uh, what do you call it when they she kind witness of became protection. Uh, yeah. yeah like witness protection. Cause they knew if, if, if the Joker found out that he had, a, that his wife survived, hmm. you know, or, well, they were concerned that if they found out his wife survived and not only did she survive, but she had a child mm-hmm. that he would go after them. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, it was an extension of the killing joke. And, and the only one who really knows his true identity would be her, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Batman, Batman knows who it is. He figured it out. So, which shows the detective side of the Batman, which I like, you know. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. You know, agreed. But I, I absolutely love that. I was like, so, so in that sense, we still have the Joker has no idea. He doesn't know that he has a wife. He doesn't know that he has a child, that he has yeah. a son. There's a son of the Joker out there. Gotcha. So, um, and who knows if he has any of the maniacal tendencies that the Joker himself has. I mean, this opens up so many possibilities for future stories. You know, sure does. I mean, just think about, just think about if the Joker finds out that he, that his wife survives and that he had a son and that Batman knew, can you imagine how insane the Joker would go over bat, you know, over this information? Yeah. I mean, that alone could be a phenomenal story in itself. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, this be... just opens so much stuff and, and it, it, it adds to, to, in my opinion, it still keeps the mystique of the Joker, but lets us in on the secret. So, mm-hmm. so we know, but the Joker doesn't know. So mm-hmm. it's the mystique still there, but it's not there. You know, that's why I like this story so much. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it, it was, it's fabulous story, fabulous story, fabulous artwork. 
you know, the aspect that all of a sudden there's these three Jokers. How are they coming to be? You find out that the Joker is creating more Jokers, you right. know, and then which one is the real Joker? Perfect Joker. <laughs> yeah, which I thought it, it looking like they were going to do Red Hood as the next Joker kind of a thing or trying to maybe possibly doing that. I was like, oh, oh that was just a little mind blowing there. Was I was like, that makes sense. That's crazy, you know, kind of a thing. So, I mean, and he is on the verge of it. You know, he's he obsesses over the over the fact that the Joker killed him. He obsesses over the fact that Batman hasn't killed the Joker. Um, I mean, the tendencies are there. Uh, (laughs) It's believable. It's believable. And then he uses the Joker's identity as the Red Hood as his identity. So, you know, yeah, there there was the possibility that it could have happened. And I know there were tons of Batman readers going, no, 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 no. We don't want this. We we do not want Jason Todd. We didn't get to vote like we did Death in the Family. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got to say, I I wouldn't have voted for uh, Jason Todd to be turned into the Joker because I I don't want that to happen. Um, Right. It might have made an interesting side story yeah. for a short period. Now, that I could go for, but not to permanently turn turn him into a Joker. Yeah. That, Does no. uh, remind me a lot of the um, animated movie of uh, Batman Beyond, The Return of the Joker, how oh, he had it. implanted yes. the, uh, yes. the stuff in there and how he kind of came out of out of him later on which i'm trying to remember i think was that was that the tim drake robin or was that no that's oh. oh the robin in that one yeah. yeah who was the robin that that i don't remember We're I, I was, i'm gonna have was, to rewatch uh, it <laughs> yeah right yeah that's which a great a one that's really good one. Batman Beyond uh, is a fabulous series. I love that series. Oh, it really is. Yep. Yeah, no, that's a great one. That's a very good one. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, uh, something that I think is so interesting as well, that whole thing of, you know, the fact that it was the readers who chose to kill Robin. <laughs> um, how, because like that, that's that thing about Joker that's often so fascinating about him is because he connects to this part of us, this thing of, of that's in there of wanting right. chaos and wanting destruction. And, you know, it's, it's the part we connect to whenever we play grand theft auto, you know, it's, it's the, the, the chaos and all that. And to see, it's interesting that whenever people were saying, okay, well, what should we do with Robin? It's interesting that people voted for, they essentially sided with the Joker that the masses yeah. said, we want the Joker to win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was one of the ones that voted for him to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah you there like you that. have it you didn't like I that did, i didn't like jason todd at the time I, mm-hmm. i've said that i but you know what i love his character now oh, yeah. <laughs> his character now oh, is awesome <laughs> so i i think it was a great decision to kill off jason todd and recreate him i think they did they did a fantastic mm-hmm. job of that so um I, I think it was a smart move you, you you came up with a better character in my opinion mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, I totally get what you're saying, Aaron. There, there's kind of this demented thought there, you know, um, and, and that kind of brings it out into people. And and like you said, it's it's you know, it's that side of us that wants to play. Now, I don't play Grand Theft Auto, but I get what you're saying totally. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, it's just like I, I love uh, Venom. You know, yes, Venom's yes. one of my favorite Marvel characters. 
and and he has he has sort of a good side, but he's not exactly good. You know, is that what they call that anti-hero? Is right. That, that, yeah, right. He's an anti-hero. Okay. And which yeah, is I, I, I love okay. I love Deathstroke. Deathstroke's yeah. one of my favorite DC characters, you know. Um, there are right. times when Deathstroke can be a good guy, but for the most part, he's a mercenary. You know, right. he, he kills for money. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I do enjoy it. Yeah. Well, this was a fabulous book. It really was. Yep. Um, any of you listening out there and those who are listening to the podcast later on and stuff, uh, I would encourage you if you get if you enjoy comic books and especially if you enjoy Batman, it is it is a worthy read. It really is. Definitely. Definitely. If nothing else, get it for the artwork because the artwork is phenomenal in this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I sat there when I was going through it with the artwork style and all. I was thinking, well, granted, it was a gift. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, but it's worth every penny. Oh I mean, so artwork is. is such a standard that if you were to go get just one panel as a big art piece or something, you would pay a whole lot more. Rather than just being in a book kind of thing. If you commissioned an artist to do just one of those panels, it cost you hundreds of dollars. It's that detailed. It's that good. And I loved at the end of the book, they have the panels of each character. Yeah. Um, like, like at the, uh, like our backgrounds right now, like our backgrounds with the Jokers. This. Then they had the Batman, they had Batgirl and they had Red. Oh, Hood. those are fabulous. Oh, they're so fabulous. Good. I was oh like, my Oh my gosh, I need, I would love to have prints of these. Mm -hmm. They're so good. And all. But anyway, yeah. So it's 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 worthy read. It's worth it, it is worth buying. Um, you know, some reviewers is it is it worth? It? Sometimes we'll say, is it worth going paying full price at the theater? This comic is worth paying to have. Oh, definitely. You know, it's really. Oh, this there. is now one of my top Batman stories. It it goes right up there with Killing Joke and and the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns, and and uh, Death oh, the Frank Miller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, any any uh, any other words of wisdom from our wonder philosophical friend, Mr. Aaron McCoy? <laughs> um, you know what? The only thing I could say is just this idea of I mean, we could go really deep into this. And I was talking to one of my students the other day, these questions of living authentically, like how strange of a concept that is, because it's like, oh, well, I got to be the real meat. Well, who the heck is the real you? Because there's a lot yeah. of you's in there. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting, this idea of the Joker being almost the most authentic person you can imagine, because he does just do whatever he's feeling. He does go so much off of the pure sense of him. It's interesting that it's like, well, in order for him to actually be that authentic, we have to have these multiple people here. Um, and so, mm. you know, if you feel any Joker impulses and you feel like, well, I got to do that because that's authentic um i just want to call some uh, uh bs on that if you're you know the, the the whole oh follow your heart wherever it goes no not really um because there's some parts of you that's that's very joker-esque and then there's other parts of you that's more batman or other parts that are you know let, let's follow that part let's try to get in tune to the the part of you that seeks good rather than uh your own uh, selfish destruction, destructive whims. <laughs> yep. Yep. I love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, Hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to ask a favor, Aaron, cause I love your Joker voice. I'm going to ask you to do a Joker voice for us. Okay. If you want to say something to the effect of you're listening to two geeks and a microphone to close this out. <laughs> okay. 
You are listening to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast with Stephen and Mike. <laughs> I love it. I can't do the scream. The scream is is a bit a bit too much. That's all right. I love it. I loved it. All right, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. Awesome. All right, Mike. You want to sign us out, my friend? All right. With that said, um, over and out. And may the force be with you. Let's see if I can play the right clip this time. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 